0: What I am most excited about on today's show is a little something that I have named Esug Retom.
1: Jeff wrote the schedule for this, and as he's reading the schedule to me about what we're going to do on the show today, he cannot stop laughing at himself because whatever it is, and I cannot tell you what that means, he is very proud of it. You think you are hilarious today.
0: Esug Retom on today's show. And I will, I, it it is a, it's just a, it's just a little one-off feature. It's a little one-off segment. I will warn you, it might crash and burn. It's very possible, but I'm excited about it at least right now. All
2: that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
1: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: Today is Monday, January 30th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for Oog Retom.
1: Would you care to explain? Not right now.
0: My name is Jeff. You got it. You got to wait. You got to wait for the Oog Retom
1: to get you a shirt that says that. Um, my name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for quality time with Ellie. I know we say this all the time, but I feel like I just can't stop being excited about every single day with Ellie. And she now, literally every day, she talks more and more and says more things that make sense. And she's more of a human being. And she'll say things that Jeff and I turn around and we're like, oh my gosh, like there's another person living in our home. Like there's no she, longer a baby. She'll just say, um, I don't even have an she, example, but she it's asked just me supposed- for a
0: ride somewhere on Sunday. She's like data drive. She, she doesn't say drive me. Like everything is you. you? Mm-hmm. So, but, but when she says you, she means me. Mm-hmm. So she says data, data, data drive you to the playground And I said, you want to go to the playground? She goes, yeah, dada, drive you to the playground. Said, you want me to take you to the playground right now? And she says, after my yogurt. (laughs) What? Who are you? What? This is Callie's birthday week.
1: It is my birthday week. I'm going to be 37 years old this week. (laughs) Hashtag old. I feel kind of old. You do? Yeah. I mean, it felt like 36, I was kind of like, man, 37. I'm kind of like, wow. Okay.
0: You know what it is for me? Odd numbers. I remember 37 feeling old to me as well. Mm -hmm. 36 felt like a cool number.
1: Yeah. 36 felt cool. 37, I'm like... "Mm."
0: 38 feels cool. Yeah. 39, you're on the cusp of 40. Right. 40, if you want to own it, own it. It's cool. But 37 is a weird, that's just, that's a weird.
1: It's like a Twilight Zone age. Like, who cares about 37? Right. Like, nobody cares about 37. I don't know. I feel, I think it's because I, while I have learned, I actually very much enjoyed my 30s. Like, I got married to you when I was 30. We had Ellie. I had a cool job. We started the podcast. Like, my 30s have been awesome. Um, and I totally forgot where I was going with that. Wait for a minute.
0: You know, one of the first things that oh, go yeah, when you I... get old is the memory. <laughs> you can you can do some of those Centrum Silvers.
1: Oh my gosh! Okay, those, those, so those vitamins. But I also feel like I feel like I've drink, accomplished a lot.
0: Drink it down with an insurer.
1: Are you done? But I feel like there's a lot that I thought I would have already had accomplished that I haven't accomplished yet, which is not like a judgment on myself. It's just, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I feel like a lot of millennials have this issue of like, I don't really feel, you know, we don't own a house, which I thought I would. Like, we don't have, you know, more than one child, which I thought we would. We don't, I don't know. I have no idea what I thought it would be like, but I feel like I'm like, really? 37?
0: We don't have a farm with donkeys. We don't have a farm with senior dogs. Yeah. We haven't won the lottery. And donkeys.
1: Uh um, You are out of control today. Like, what? Jeff Dollar has been walking around our house, like, just making really dumb jokes, smiling like he did something bad. Like, I, you are like a 12-year-old boy today, and I appreciate it. But I'm like, what is with you? Are you about to, like...
0: I'm just happy. Are you? Yeah. I'm just choosing to be happy. Cause on Saturday you told me that I was too stressed. So I woke up on Sunday morning and decided not to be stressed.
1: You know what I think it is, your good your good non-stressy attitude? I think it's the fact that I have been in Fuego, around the house, organizing, decluttering, and making our life more simple. And I think that you are like on cloud nine and you're living your best life because of my actions over the weekend.
0: Um, I think both of us have contributed to positive improvements in each other's existence. That is true because we had a conversation on Saturday about just how to handle last week was so hectic and crazy and, and weird. Uh, I think we talked about it, right? Like the every
1: childcare that we have lined up for Ellie, like three people.
0: Yeah, and um, the, the 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 starting lineup all injured. The backup team, none of them were healthy. The third stringers all had other obligations, so it was it was just nuts. And we were talking on Saturday about how to handle that if it happens going forward and how we did handle it and what we should have done differently last week. Cause I don't think either one of us was supremely productive. No,
1: it was like a post game recap is what we
0: had. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just made some decisions on that going forward. And during that discussion, Callie pointed out that I tend to be such a planner that sometimes it causes me unnecessary stress because you can't plan for everything. Mm -hmm. And I pointed out with her that She is such a let's just see what tomorrow brings type of person that sometimes even the promises that she makes herself or the things that she says she wants to do the next day don't get done. She's like, no, there's always tomorrow. And eventually all those tomorrows back up and there's a log jam. So we had that discussion, and the next day Callie woke up and said, you know what, I'm going to do every single micro anxiety that's on my list. And I woke up and said, I'm not going to be stressed today.
1: It was great. It was like, we were like our best selves for 24 hours. Like I was in the zone. Jeff was like super, we just, we both woke up on the right side of the bed and I woke up on the organized side of the bed and Jeff woke up on the happy side of the bed and it was awesome.
0: But don't you think that it's a result of the conversation? Oh, totally. Totally. Which which is a good thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, communication is good.
1: That said, um, we lost childcare again today. (laughs) So we are enacting what we put into motion last week, which is one of us has a wash day and the other one has a focus day. So it's Jeff's focus day and then my day
0: is... With the exception of three hours in the morning because we have our uh, weekly meeting. Callie and I have a meeting every week. And then we have a, a call with one of our clients at 11. So other than that, the day is all mine. Ellie is breakfast, lunch, and dinner under the care of Callie. Uh,
1: we started at IVF last night officially, meaning we started like there's all this stuff that goes into it that's like, I don't know when the official start is, but I feel like last night was the start because we started giving me injections last night. So it is going to be like 10 days for the next 10 days, Jeff's going to be giving me two shots a night, uh, into my stomach and
0: fireball and (laughs) tequila.
1: I am very impressed with how well you're doing with it in terms of like, you know, you don't really, you don't like medical stuff really. And you're not, I'm surprised that you're good doing the injections. You dove right into it. No blood. So it's just,
0: it's fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't love it, but what am I going to complain about? (laughs) You're the one actually getting the injections. Right. When it works, you're the one who's going to have the procedure to have your eggs harvested. Yeah. Like your harvesting is not nearly as enjoyable as my harvesting. Then when it works, you're carrying the baby.
1: That is true. So
0: what am I going to complain about now?
1: So basically if you're not familiar with IVF, basically the injections are to make sure that I get the, my follicles are growing eggs that are as great as humanly possible. So it's using medication to give me super awesome eggs. Um, so they can go in and take them and then create us an embryo outside of my body. Um, with Jeff stuff, my, it'll be, you know, biologically, ours but um yeah so it's really cool and neat it's weird i don't feel stressed about it which i feel like is very weird good i don't feel anxious i don't feel stressed i do feel like they put a lot of faith in us because you have to mix the medications yourself before you inject them yeah and i feel like that is a leap of faith i did not know we were getting into
0: we we nailed it you no. nailed it i was like uh you did it too i mean i read the instructions callie wanted to play the videos. I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I don't learn well from videos. I don't li- I actually will go so far as to say I don't like to watch videos. I don't like to watch cooking videos. I don't like to watch instructional videos. I want well-written step-by-step instructions. Mm-hmm. I like a video Option if the written instructions aren't clear and you can show mm-hmm. me how it's done, but videos Actually drive me now, I hate it when I search for how to do something and the first 12 things that pop up are videos
1: Yeah, um, and I love a video because I'm super visual So I'm like, okay, this looks like that and that looks like that and I'm always, you know triple checking myself because ADHD and it's like a coping thing I always like triple check whatever I'm doing. But anyways, we did it. So We've got like 10 days of injections and I don't know. We'll see. It's a new it's a new territory for us.
0: Are you excited about Retom?
1: I haven't decided yet. I I I'm excited about your enthusiasm about it. It is like it is contagious.
0: Retom is mother goose backwards. Okay. And here's how the game works. I caught Ellie. On tape, on tape, what is this, 1976? Yeah. I caught Ellie in the studio. I hit record while she was in here with her Mother Goose nursery rhyme book. Mm -hmm. And I got her saying like five different nursery rhymes. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is I flipped them all backwards. So she's going to sound like the devil. She's going to sound like speaking in tongues you're going to listen to them backwards and try to guess what nursery rhyme it is. Oh, this is going to be really hard. S oog Well,
1: considering I didn't even get that and it was written right in front of my face, this is, I don't think I'm going to be very good at this, I but it, we'll it, see.
0: I have not even listened because I didn't want to listen to the backwards versions because they might all be really easy. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to second guess it. So okay. I don't even know how this is going to go. Okay. All right. I got five of them.
1: Okay. Sam
3: help me. Sam
1: helped me.
3: Sam
1: helped
3: me. Sam helped Sam helped me. Sam helped me. Sam Sam me. She cut off the
1: t- Okay.
0: Not even close.
1: Not even close.
0: Okay, oh, uh, for five right now. She could get... Ellie could have a speaking role in a horror film, like a remake of Poltergeist. Yeah, I
1: don't like this. It's making me dizzy, and i it, it's not even...
0: Can't even guess? You no. Even, can't even guess on it? Right. Nope.
3: Dickery, dickery, duck. The, the, the mass went up the clock. Stuck one. The mass went down. Hey, dickery, dickery,
0: doc <laughs> Okay, third one. I have no idea.
3: Little Jack Horner. He punished them and passed them and my good
0: Okay, now that one right there is not really fair because she totally remixed that nursery rhyme. Yeah. Because Little Jack Horner sat in a corner eating his Christmas, Christmas pie. pie, stuck in his thumb, pulled out a plum. She left out. You had no idea what kind of pie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Pieceboard shot. Ring around the rosy. Okay. Ashes we all fall down.
0: And, and uh, again, in your defense, she right. She went ring around the rosy. No pockets, no posies.
1: Yeah. Okay. If I would have heard the word posy,
0: I would have gotten it. Last one.
3: I have no idea. This little piggy went to market. This piggy had was beef, and this little piggy cried wee all the way home.
0: That right there is East Oog Retom.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad.
0: I'll bet a butterfly's favorite class in school was always mathematics.
2: Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. If
1: you are looking for a Valentine's Day gift for a pet lover in your life, listen up because Perky Prince has the best Valentine's Day gifts for you or Galentine's or whatever, whoever you're celebrating. It's the day of love. And if you have someone in your life that loves their pets, go grab a picture of their pet off their social media, turn it over to Perky Prince, and they're going to make it look like a studio quality print of your friend, partner's pet. We had these done for Lily and Sadie and they're so cute. They have t-shirts, they have pillows, they have bags, they have Christmas ornaments, they have all this stuff. They also have just the prints um, and they can make that super special gift for the pet lover in your life. You can get a discount by going to PerkyPrints.com. That's P-E-R-K-I-E P-R-I-N-T-S.com. Use the code upside at checkout. That's going to get you 10% off of your order and go check out their products. They have something for everybody and the products are so cute. PerkyPrints.com. code upside for 10%
0: off. Checking your credit score, probably not one of the first things you do when you wake up in the morning. At Chime, that's exactly what they do for you. With their secured Chime credit builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime will report your payments to credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. All of this with no annual fees, no large security deposits, no credit checks to apply. Start your credit journey with Chime today. Listen, we live in a world where your credit score means a lot, and 30 points is a big deal. Sign up only takes two minutes, and it could change your life. Like I said, it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com upside. That's Chime.com upside upside the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by stride bank and a pursuant to a license from visa usa chime checking account 200 are qualifying direct deposit required to qualify for the secure chime credit builder visa credit card regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score impact the score may vary and some user score may not approve Auto of network atm withdrawal fees may apply except at money pass atms in a 7-eleven or at all point or visa plus alliance atms
2: We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I had a
1: friend inspire me to want to get back to the days of doing my 10,000 Steps. And my girlfriend was telling me how it's like changed her life. And she's like, you know, I really have just been getting into the 10,000 steps and I feel great and I feel more energized and all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get back on that. Cause there was a point, I think when we were engaged where I was so into my Fitbit that I, if I hadn't hit 10,000 um,
0: steps, we were both into our Fitbits cause we would both go, Just do laps in our little neighborhood.
1: Yeah, until we hit 10,000. And it became this like weird competition thing of just like, it was partially with ourselves, but also with each other. We're like, we just have got to get 10,000 steps. And I remember a night that I wasn't even close. And I like walked around the neighborhood for so long to get my steps. I also remember going up and down the stairs like 10 times to get like the last 500.
0: I was going to say, did am I... Remember that townhouse had that weird room at the top Mm -hmm. of the stairs. Mm -hmm. Was there a night that you walked from the kitchen up and then did like two laps around the bedroom, two laps around that big room and then back down to the kitchen? Yeah. Over and over and over.
1: So I want to bring that back for myself because I'm like, (laughs) but I don't even know my starting point. Right. Because I haven't counted steps in years. And it is kind of fun and it's motivating. And I was like, okay, so yesterday I'm going to put my Apple watch on. I'm going to, you know, track my steps, whatever. Now I busted it yesterday. Like I, you know, was cleaning the house. I was up and down the stairs. I was doing all the stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, I, today has been the longest walking day I've had in forever. No problem. I got to 10,000. Open my watch, 5,500.
0: It's better than I thought it was going to be.
1: And I was moving around all day. So I'm like, clearly you were
0: were moving around upstairs at the house. Right. So just room to room, like you weren't,
1: but now that I'm in my work from home life, I'm like, you know what? I spend a lot of time sitting down. Like I probably was getting like one or 2000 steps a day, not one, but probably like two to three. Yeah. If that on a good day. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta start walking. Or doing something, and um, yeah, I didn't realize like how far away from ten thousand I was a day, but I'm like, and uh, it's it's
0: such a terrible week because we have another whole week of rain scheduled.
1: Literally, if you pull up on your iPhone, you hit the weather thing, it's, it's like raining. All you see is a, rain. A yeah, week from
0: today. However, I am inspired by a woman that I follow on Instagram. And she, one of her New Year's resolutions was to do a mindfulness walk or meditation walk every day, no matter what the weather. It doesn't, sometimes, some days the walks are five minutes long Mm -hmm. or 10 minutes long, but she gets out of the house, bundles up if it's cold, rain jacket on if it's raining, whatever. Doesn't bring her phone with her, doesn't listen to music. I don't think she walks her dog. It's just her. And I don't know where she walks. Some days I think it's a long walk. But just the thought of 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 building that streak of every single day being mo- ha- having motion and doing it without devices. So really I really like that idea.
1: Yeah. I my first thought of that was that is kidnapper's paradise. Not for <laughs> oh you, but for me. God. I cannot be the only one that thought that just now.
0: She's a woman. She's doing it.
1: Yes, she's crazy. No, I would she'd never leave my house without some sort of tracking
0: device on myself. Okay, you can ha- you can wear your Apple Watch or whatever, but you turn your notifications off.
1: My Apple Watch doesn't have self-service because I have like a super old one.
0: Well, you know, the kidnapper doesn't know that. So you you could say, yeah, I- I'm, I'm being Steve Jobs is tracking me as he puts you in the van.
1: Hmm. Yeah. But you should definitely do it. Cause I feel like you would be safe, but like as a female,
0: okay, you should do it, but you just don't take your phone out. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to forget you have it because I think part of it is even if you're going to take your phone and not look at it, like I've done that with Ellie, where I, where Ellie and I go to the park across the street and she just kind of walks around and stuff. You got to take a picture of her looking cute. Right. You know what I'm saying? -hmm. You just got to pretend you don't have it. Photos are not an option. How far you walked is not an option. Mm -hmm. Oh, did I remember to send that email? Not an option. Mm -hmm. Oh, am I about to get kidnapped? Not an option. Maybe you should. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you Maybe you've gone on too many walks listening to Crime Junkie. Mm-hmm. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, Netflix users know that if you are sharing a password with someone, their policy that uh, you'll be charged extra for multiple accounts or a same account in multiple locations, mm-hmm. basically sharing your passwords, uh, their their policy will start to be enforced in March. So uh, the way it works is, uh, they're going to start charging subscribers who share their accounts, but, uh, yeah, that's it. I said that part twice.
1: Yeah. You could still like ask your friend to Venmo you every month and just take like the, what is it? What did you say? Like $2 more or something like that?
0: I don't know what the total is,
1: but if it's not double, you know what I mean?
0: Right. It's still a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Make your friend like
1: Venmo you. I've thought
0: I've often thought about that. Are there, are there like clubs or clicks or groups of Costco people? I don't know. Who? Because you can't
1: tell anybody by that picture. It's like grainy, black and like.
0: No, no, no. Not sharing a Costco membership. But I just... Like, we we, we do pizza night a lot. A couple times a month in this house. mm -hmm. Right? I have no objection to buying, you know, one of the ingredients for that and keeping it in the freezer. Pizza sauce, mozzarella cheese, whatever. I but the quantity that they sell is a a year and a half worth of pizza. Mm -hmm. I'm not committed to that. I'm committed to pizza nights every other week. for So you just
1: want to share cheese with neighbors. Yeah. You could be the Costco co-op. Yes. Yeah.
0: I want to be Costco for Costco. (laughs) That would actually be a great website for that. Share cheese with neighbors.
1: (laughs) Your second random thing for today is there was a pastor in Michigan. He died temporarily in a, you know, whatever medical thing where you're you're dead and then they bring you back. He said he went to hell. He has seen hell, which, first of all, I have to say, you're a pastor. Like, clearly you're not doing something right. If you if die you
0: saw, and you went to hell, that, yeah. right?
1: Because people are like, oh, I saw the light. I saw whatever. Like this guy didn't. He's a pastor. He went straight to hell. And he's telling like people now that it was horrible, that it was awful. It was really scary. And he said there were two songs on repeat the whole time. Yeah. One was umbrella by Rihanna. That's what they play in hell. The other one, which actually would contribute to a horror movie for me. Don't worry. Be happy
0: by Bobby McFerrin. Those are both great songs,
1: but you go to hell yeah. And you hear, don't worry, be happy on repeat on loudspeakers for like days at a time.
0: I can't wait. That's creepy. The, I can't wait to the second. You know, a lot of surgeons, if you talk to surgeons, doctors and nurses, mm-hmm. will play music in the operating, room. operating yeah. room in order to just relax the atmosphere a little mm-hmm. bit. And how great would it be if whoever was in charge of the playlist that day, went back and looked and said, oh yeah, oddly enough, we did play Bobby McFerrin and Rihanna. Right? Yeah.
1: I would like to know if that guy still has congregants, because I got to tell you, if my pastor was (laughs) like, I died and I went to hell, I would be like, "Mm, this might not be the place for me. (laughs) me. I don't want
0: (laughs) to wind up like you. I would like my money back, please. Uh, All right. And your final random thing is a lawsuit has been filed because... Uh, fireball cinnamon had little airline bottles of their drink. Mm -hmm. Um, fireball cinnamon is different than fireball whiskey, but the bottles looked the same. So they were selling these tiny little non-alcoholic drinks, but people bought them thinking that they were getting the whiskey version.
1: Now, Nobody buying tiny bottles of lo- of liquor or reading anything. Right, They're seeing a logo and they're just like, I'm getting it. I feel like Fireball, mm, you knew what you were doing.
0: It, well, they 100% did. But the best part about this is, you know, there are people who thought they were so drunk and it turns out it was just cinnamon juice. And those are your three random things.
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow.
0: I was cooking dinner last night. Nellie was uh sitting with me in the kitchen, and she had a little glass jar, like a ramekin. I don't know. It's a just a bowl. Yeah, like a yeah. It's just a clear prep bowl. Is that what it's officially called? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay.
1: They come in different sizes. They're glass. They're actually pretty durable. And they like people measure out their spices and put them in there and then, you know, put them in for recipes and stuff like that. They're probably the most used wedding gift we got.
0: She said she she has this new thing where she asks for a tiny bowl of something. So she'll say, "May I have a tiny bowl of potato chips. May I have a tiny bowl of carrots? May I have a tiny bowl of, and in this case it was cheese. I was cooking, I had shredded cheese. So I gave her this tiny bowl. When I wasn't looking, she dropped it or banged it or something and the thing shattered. Now, it's that safety glass, so it's not, there's not sharp shards of glass all over the place, but the exchange is there's just a million pieces of little crystal looking yeah. stuff. So I, Ellie's in her bare feet, I'm in my socks, and I have to call upstairs to Callie, who is cleaning, and she's like in the closet of the playroom. I'm yelling for her multiple times. Finally, when I get her to answer, it's, it's clearly a panic yell. Like, "Can I need you! And she's like, what? And then she comes down, and just the whole panic situation. I have to tell you, Ellie didn't get flustered at all, and I'm so proud of her. Cool as a cucumber. No tears, no. And she's the one who broke the bowl. Didn't move,
1: didn't try to stand on the glass, didn't try to get down. I I
0: told her, I said, hold still. You gotta hold hold still, because there's glass on your your, your tower thing that she was standing on. She stood right there. She held my hand when I held it out for her. I was just really proud of her. She was cooler. Now that I think about it, she was actually cooler than I was.
4: Jeff, with your water hack for pasta, et cetera, and your sauce, that's just kind of what you do to make spaghetti. Like, you you find yourself a pocket of time. So when you're doing something else, you start the water so that when you're done with the sauce and that gets simmering, and maybe you finish cutting up your salad or veggies to go with it, you create, the water should be already working because that's the thing that takes the longest. And maybe you mean like start it even earlier so that when it's time to really put the pasta in, you're ready, but... This is kind of
2: how you cook spaghetti. Sorry. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Jen. Jeff, I love your takeaway, and I do it every time I make spaghetti. Always preheat the water when you start to make the pasta sauce and turn off the water when it starts to boil. That way, when it's time to boil the noodles and you're not like, oh, I forgot to boil the water, it's ready to go. It boils quickly. It's a very good takeaway, Jeff. Thanks for sharing. Bye, y'all. Hey,
4: I had to pause um, the podcast to call. I'm listening to Thursday's podcast, um, catching up where you guys were talking about credit card debt. And Kelly, where I'm sure your dad told you uh, was only buy what you could pay for. Um, and what that means is. If you're going to buy that $3,600 thing uh, and put it in your credit card, you should already have that money in your bank account so that even if you're paying it, um, you know, month after month, uh, because let's say it's zero interest, um, you know, and your car breaks down, you have money saved enough to be able to cover all of that. If you don't have the money that you are spending already in your bank account, that means you cannot afford what you're buying. Um, So that's it. Bye. Hey guys, this is for Jeff. I have a Tuesday takeaway for you with garlic. We buy the bag of garlic heads the the peeled garlic cloves at Sam's or Costco. Put them in your blender. add some olive oil, blend them all up. Then you put them in a jelly roll pan with either wax paper or parchment paper. Wash it all down in there, put it in the freezer, then you chop them up into cubes once they're frozen. And they are perfect for all of your cooking needs. It sounds like you're like us and use a whole lot of garlic. And I got really tired of chopping it every night. So there you go, garlic takeaway Tuesday.
2: Have a good one. Don't talk about what you're gonna do. Don't just dream about what you're gonna do. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're not doing. You be it, be about it, be about that action and go do it. Keep your eye on your intention. Don't let any outside distraction or your own insecurity stop you from your goals.